Hollywood United Methodist Church. We are glad that you have joined us in person and online, especially this day as we welcome the chapel choir from Boston Avenue United Methodist Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. As you are able, please stand and let us sing together opening hymns.
Okay. I think I have a couple of friends that wanted to recruit here to help me today. Cade, Maya, and Olivia, would you all mind coming up? This is particularly uh, a good one since they'll understand when they get here. All right, good morning. I am April Olt, coordinator of Children's Ministries, and it's so wonderful to have all of you here today. We're looking forward to having a lot of young people dancing in the aisles uh, to the music. Hi, come on up, Cade. Have a seat. All right, so I want to say happy birthday, Annalie, happy birthday, Cade, happy birthday, Amaya, happy birthday, Olivia. This would have more resonance if it actually wasn't their birthday. <laughs> right? So is it your birthday today, Cade? No, Annalie, is it your birthday today? No. No? no? Oh, but it, it was your birthday, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it your birthday? Yeah, coming up. So... Lammy's birthday. Oh, it's Lammy's birthday, too. I did not know that. So what are some things you do at birthday parties? This should be fresh in your memories. Um, when you go home, you get goodie bags. Oh, you get goodie bags sometimes. I like the goodie bags. What are some other things you do at birthday parties? Do you eat cake? Yeah. What are some other things you do at birthday parties? I eat cake. You eat cake? Mm-hmm. Do you like ice cream in your cake? Yeah. Yeah. Yum. What are some other things you do at birthday parties, Annalie? I, I eat cake. You eat cake too? Ice cream cake. Oh, ice cream cake? That's very popular this year in case you didn't know. Good. Do you blow out candles? Yes. Yes. And you... If it's your birthday, not if it's other people's birthday. So why am I talking about birthdays? Well, it may not be all of our birthdays, but in some ways it is all of our birthdays. You know why? Today is Pentecost Sunday. And at Pentecost Sunday, we celebrate the birthday of the Christian church. And we are all members, as diverse and beautiful as we are from all over the world. And handsome. And handsome. You are right, beautiful and handsome, incredibly inclusive here. Thank you, Cade. I love my job. I'm a, it's a good thing I'm a professional improviser as well. I have to add that in. Yes, we celebrate the birthday of the church. Pentecost Sunday is when the Holy Spirit filled all of us. We became one church and common languages, even though we're from all over the world. So I think what's the one big thing? Is there a song that we sing? For, for birthdays? Yeah, what's the song that we sing for birthdays called? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, so do you think we should say sing happy birthday to the church? Because it's really all of our birthdays because we're all part of the church, right? So will everybody join me? I'm going to pick a low key because I'm an alto slash tenor. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, um, I do love cake too. I do love cake too. You're right. She gave me away. All right, so we're going to sing happy birthday to the church. So we'll sing happy birthday to you, and then we'll say happy birthday, dear church. Are we all ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Happy birthday.
and say a quick prayer. Dearest Lord, thank you so much for this beautiful church, our church family that is from far and wide and represents the diversity of, of all of us here, of all of us in the Christian church and in your world. And what a particular beautiful day to welcome our friends from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and those who are joining us virtually from all over the world. We are so blessed to be a part of this one family and this one church as your Holy Spirit fills us each and every day. And all God's children said... Uh, the nursery will be open for those four and under, and we're inviting all children and youth to stay as a part of this service. There will be a drama, there will be music, um, and so much fun. So enjoy.
so I'd like to invite Charlotte and Olivia and Amaya to bring your families up so we can baptize you this day. We'll have the Brown family on this side and the Freemans on this side. Three months on this side. Okay, so I'm going to stay in the middle here. And I have, we have here Charlotte James Fox, daughter of Trevor and Catherine, and granddaughter of Victoria Box, and great granddaughter of our own beloved Bev Freeman. And here we have Amaya Lee Ada Brown and Olivia Ann Yuna Brown, daughters of Justin and Mari Brown. So we're so excited. So brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the spirit. All this is God's gift to us, offered without price. And so I ask you all to answer the following questions on behalf of the children. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? If so, say, I do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression, whatever forms they present themselves? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? Will you nurture these children in Christ's holy church that by your teaching and example they may be guided to accept God's grace for themselves, to profess their faith openly, and to lead a Christian life? If so, say, I will. Loving God, we pray that you will pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water and they who receive it, to wash away their sin and clothe them in righteousness that throughout their lives, that dying and being raised with Christ, they may share in his final victory. All right, it's Charlotte's turn. Charlotte James, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit work within you, that being born of water and the Spirit, you might be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. And you can take a shell as a remembrance of this day. Okay, who's going to go first? Olivia. Olivia Ann, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit work within you, that being born through water and the Spirit, you might be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit work within you, that being born of water and the Spirit, you might be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Want to get a shell? Oh, that's a nice one. Very good. Will you join with me in welcoming our newest baptized members of Hollywood United Methodist Church? And let us pray. Gracious God, we're grateful to you for the gifts of your spirit, for the gift of this water that you have blessed and that uh, offers us grace beyond measure. Be with Olivia and Amaya and Charlotte this day and every day going forward that they might indeed follow you as a disciple. We pray this in the name of Jesus our Christ. Amen. And now you are invited to stand and greet one another with the peace of Christ. May the peace of Christ be with you. And online too. <laughs> We come now to a time of prayer. Let us join our hearts and our minds together with our chancel choir. Loving God, in whom we live and move and have our being, on this Pentecost Sunday, send your Holy Spirit upon us anew. We rejoice with the connection we are experiencing with our family from Boston Avenue United Methodist Church this morning, but we join them in grieving the senseless violence that they experienced in their home city of Tulsa last week. 
even as we continue to grieve the shootings in Buffalo and Uvalde and Encino, that which was not a shooting, but it still was an act of violence. Lord, have mercy on us. Empower us to make changes in our society that will make our communities safer. Embolden us to act so that the worship of guns may not continue to displace our worship of you. May we work for a nation, a world where Charlotte and Amaya and Olivia and all of your children, O oh Lord, might know that they are safe in school, at church, at the doctor's office, and at the grocery store. We give you thanks for the team from this church and other churches for who are writing in the AIDS life cycle as they began their journey in San Francisco this morning. We lift our prayers to them and to the hospitality team that is accompanying them. May their journey be one that is safe, that is productive, and that is fulfilling for them as it is for us since it's been three years since they've been able to do this ride. We offer to you now, O oh Lord, those prayers that are on our hearts that we give to you silently. God of wind and fire, breathe your Holy Spirit over us again this day. Help us to better hear one another and untangle the differences we have allowed to divide us. May your spirit give us the power to be the church you had hoped we would be, one body, one people seeking to build your beloved community of justice, mercy, and hope. Set us on fire once again. Fill us with your power. In Christ we pray. Amen. And good morning. Pastor Bridie is on a well-deserved vacation this week, so uh, she will be back with us next week. Uh, so uh, we hope that she has a good week of rest and renewal. As I mentioned during the prayer, the AIDS life cycle left this morning from San Francisco. We have our governance board member, Larry High, writing, our former superintendent, district superintendent, Dr. Cedric Bridgeforth, writing, as well as Tony Cedeno and uh, Steve Blaha. And our own Dan Cox is along for the journey providing hospitality. So we pray for them on their journey this week. Next Sunday is Pride, and we have a special message from our Pride coordinator, Eric Feltus. Hello, my friends, Eric Feltus here, and I'm so excited to talk to you about marching with us in the Pride Parade on Sunday, June 12th. But first, I want to invite you to join us at 4 p.m. on Saturday, June 11th, at our Hollywood campus to decorate our double-decker bus and eat pizza and be merry. Then on June 12th, for the actual parade, we're meeting in the Hollywood campus parking lot at 7.30 a.m. to gather on the bus and travel to the staging area. Once we get settled and before we start marching at 10.30, there will be time for prayer and communion and donuts and coffee and hugs and a lot of love. But more importantly than any of those details, I want to tell you why this is important. Is marching in the Pride Parade fun? Yes, of course it's fun. It should be fun. Oh, please bring your friends too. This is a party. But it's not just a party. This is an opportunity for us to remember the queer people who came before us and lost their lives 
so that people like me, a cisgender, white, gay man, can speak freely and openly as a gay Christian. We also march to let those around us know that they are loved and celebrated, not in spite of who they are, but because of it. Marching in the Pride Parade is a lot of things to a lot of people. For me, it's a celebration, a commemoration, and an act of radical and inclusive love. It's kind of like the love that Jesus has for us. Like, I hope that I can celebrate with you and love you and be with you on June 11th and June 12th. And for more information, go ahead and email me at pride at hollywoodumc.org. Peace. Then on Father's Day, Febru uh, February, goodness, uh, June 19th, we will be having a, a grilling barbecue after church, and our own Reverend Dr. Ed Hansen, Pastor Emeritus, will be preaching. Um, Bridie and I will be here, but we will just have gotten back from annual conference the night before, so we're grateful to Ed for preaching on the 19th. And now John West has a message for us. So just uh, a form of welcoming of our wonderful group here, I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, news press on them. The chapel choir from the 5,000 member, that's right, 5,000 member, Boston Avenue United Methodist Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, is traveling on the ensemble's 2022 Freedom Tour under the direction of Joel Pansiera and Susan Pansiera as accompanists, the chapel choir is an accomplished ensemble of high school students who perform anthems and liturgical responses every Sunday, occasional major works, and a week-long tour each summer. They have performed in many notable venues throughout the country, including St. Patrick's Cathedral, the Cathedral of St. John the Divine, and Church of the Holy Trinity in New York City the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C., and the Mormon Tabernacle, uh, the Mormon Tabernacle in Salt Lake City. Their tour repertoire includes a diverse collection of choral works, classic works, traditional English anthems, folk settings, gospel, and Broadway show tunes. The Boston Avenue United Methodist Church, founded in 1893, is one of the largest United Methodist churches in the nation. Located in the heart of downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma, its building is widely known for its outstanding Art Deco archi architecture. It is listed on the National Registry of Historic Places and is recognized as a National Historic Landmark. We're so happy to have you here at Hollywood United Methodist Church and we welcome you and we're happy to be able to sing with you as we're gonna do in just a few minutes. But thank you for coming and being with us. And it is our hope that you will join us all for lunch and you get to meet some of our wonderful, uh, some of the choir members and some of their chaperones who are along for them, with them. Uh, we will be in the gym following worship and uh, there is a cake, one cake for the baptisms and there is another cake. We have two cakes today. The other cake is for you all. So uh, we're just glad you're here. All that we do here is made possible by you, by your prayers and your presence, your service, your witness, and your financial gifts. So in a moment, the ushers will come forward, and we encourage you to be as generous as you can as the Spirit moves you this day.
I just want to say thank you to you all and to our choir. That is my, you know how I tear up John West with this one. So um, I tried not to, but I couldn't help myself. So you all don't get a sermon today. You get a story. And it's not just told by any group. We have a traveling group who's with us all the way from downtown Burbank. They're called the Midlife Disciples, and they're here to tell us the Pentecost story. Thank you. Hello. Welcome. Happy Pentecost. Oh, you were red? Good, the Pentecost colors. Hello. Happy Pentecost. Thanks for joining us. Oh, Ben Freeman in red as always. So lovely. Happy Amaya and Olivia. Happy baptism. Hello. I love the Spider-Man mask, and so that my daughter is the same one. That's really nice. It looks good. Everybody looks so great. So, oh, time to go. Okay. It is the day of Pentecost. Come, Holy Spirit. Mighty wind and tongues of fire. Come, Holy Spirit. Speaking the word so all may hear. Come, Holy Spirit. The old dream dreams and the young see visions. Come, Holy Spirit. And all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It will take place not many days from now. Oh, and then he was taken up into heaven, and those who loved him went to Jerusalem. And there the men and women prayed constantly, Come, Holy Spirit! You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Come, Holy Spirit, we need your power! When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all gathered together in one place. Oh, oh one place, one place, one place. Come, come, come. But what's happening? Hold on, hold on. Where? Well, well, you're right sorry. here, you're right here, right here. Okay. <coughs> Pentecost, a Jewish festival 50 days after Passover. And 10 days after Jesus had ascended. He was taken up into the clouds, and they were left, jaws dropped, hearts heavy, hearts heavy, and staring into heaven. Oh, 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 what would they do now? What would they do without Jesus? Close together. And they prayed. God, 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 God,
Well, 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 most of, well, most of all, they, they wait. They wait. Oh, they wait. Wait for the Holy Spirit and its power. Oh. Come. Come, Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. And it came. Oh, how it came. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I felt that. Thank you. And so they went outside, only to be met by the spirit in another form. Tongues, they said, a fire. fire. Flickering, flashing, dancing around them. One of each of them landing on their heads, shining in their eyes, lighting up their faces. It was bright and hot and real, this Holy Spirit. And then came the most amazing thing of all. The Holy Spirit was not just around them, not only upon them, it was within them. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they opened, bless you, their mouths to speak. Only it was not their language that came out. Their native tongues were replaced by all the languages of the world. They opened their mouths to speak about Jesus and somehow each of these heard in their own native tongues. It was amazing, astonishing. Oh, well, it made quite a commotion, this Holy Spirit. And so people began to wonder. Hmm. They began to talk. Mutter, mutter, jibber, mutter, jabber, mutter, jabber, mutter, jabber, mutter, jabber, 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 the wine a little early, that's all. Pay no attention. But Peter, always ready to talk, oh. stood up and he gave a speech. Oh. More like a sermon, really. Come on, friends, he addressed them. These people can't be drunk. It's only 9 a.m. in the morning. No, We're that wouldn't have hogwash. No, no, I tell you, they haven't been drinking. No. It's not the spirits that they're filled with, but the spirit. God declares that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Then, then everyone, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It is poured out upon them. It opens our mouths to speak of Christ. It is exhilarating and alive. Come, Holy Spirit. But you know, the Holy Spirit is not always mighty wind and fire. It's also gentle and uplifting, the dove of peace, the still small voice inside us. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God, wrote the psalmist. Let your good spirit lead me on a level path. Like cattle that go down into the valley, said Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord gave them rest.
And I will ask the Father, Jesus told his disciples, and he will give you another comforter and to be with you. And he abides with you, and he will be in you. Like a light in the darkest night. Like a prayer when you don't know what to say. Like a blanket for a crying child. Oh, come, holy, holy comforter. comforter. Oh, what was that? I don't know. Oh. upon them at God's command, the bones rose up and came to life! Yes. No, see, this is what God says to hopeless, despairing people. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live. When Jesus was baptized, the spirit descended on him like a dove, and a voice from heaven proclaimed him well-loved. You are loved. Even so, when we are baptized, even you and me, the Holy Spirit seals us with God's love. Oh. Like words of life in places of death. Like dry bones dancing. Like water in the desert. Come, Come Spirit of life. Power to speak and preach. Comfort the soul. Bringer of new life. And still there is more to celebrate. How else but with the Holy Spirit can you explain this funny little thing we call the church? But how is it held together, this well, diverse, opinionated, what? passionate group of people? I mean, if it were up to us, surely we would squabble and divide ourselves squabble, into squabble, oblivion. Squabble, squabble, divide, In fact, squabble, squabble. we've done a pretty good job squabble, of that. Squabble, squabble, squabble. Stop it! <laughs> but thank God what holds Christ's church together is not our oneness of opinion, not our natural goodness. What holds us together is the one spirit of the one God given to each of us at our baptism. The Holy Spirit does not see denominational labels or differences in worship or color of skin or any other differences. The Spirit sees only beloved children of God gathered in the name of Jesus Christ. Like glue holding us all together. Like a weaver making one cloth from many threads. Mm. Come, Come, Holy Spirit, bond of peace. But, oh, Pentecostal power to convert and revive. Oh, gentle presence of Jesus Christ, we celebrate the Holy Spirit. 
Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord. We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord. You, my friends, are a letter of Christ, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Spirit of God, descend upon my heart, wean it from all its pulses, earthly moods. This is the word of the Lord, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Jesus. I'm going to sing when the Spirit says sing. I'm going to sing when the Spirit says sing. I'm going to sing when the Spirit says sing. And obey the Spirit of the Lord. I'm going to sing when the Spirit says sing. I'm going to sing when the Spirit says sing. I can hear you. Sing when the Spirit says sing. And obey the Spirit of the Lord. Second verse. No. We celebrate the Spirit. Well, we celebrate the Holy Spirit. And, and the, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. 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 table today, we do celebrate that we are baptized by water and the Spirit. Praise God for the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. And we gather at a table where Jesus said to his friends, 
You are my friends. You are not servants. You are my friends. And as friends of our Lord who makes room at the table for all of us, we celebrate that when he was there at the table, he took bread, he gave thanks to God, he broke the bread, and gave it to his friends, saying to them, this is my body which is given for you. Every time you eat of this bread, do so in remembrance of me. And he took the cup, and he lifted the cup, and he gave thanks to God. And then he said to his friends, this is the cup of the new covenant that is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Every time you drink of this, do so in remembrance of me. And so we do, in remembrance of these mighty acts, we pray indeed that God will pour out the Holy Spirit of those of us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we might be the body of Christ for the world, sharing the redemption that is there for the whole world by the gift that Christ has given to us. And so we pray, make us one with the Spirit, make us one with each other, and make us one in ministry in all the world until Christ comes again in victory and we celebrate together at his banquet table, a table big enough for all. And so with confidence as the children of God, let us pray together the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For those of you that don't have a cup uh, at your place, would you raise your hand? The ushers will come down the aisles and will make sure that everybody has one. They'll come down the aisle and just raise your hand if you need one, if you don't have one, if you didn't get one in the narthex. And the ushers will come down the aisle and make sure everybody has one. The day will come when indeed we will be able to break bread and eat real bread together with each other again. And we will be able to lift the cup and dip our bread in the cup. But in the meantime, because of safety and because of caring for everyone's health, we are still there with these small cups with the little wafer and the cup. All right, are there any more that need some down front? I know he's giving plenty in the back, but if you're down front and you need one, raise your hand and he'll bring some to you. So he's got plenty so that everybody has one. Tim, the bishop, and I need one. So bring one to us. <laughs> and after we take our wafer and our sip, <laughs> then the choirs are going to bless us once again with their music. All right, if, uh, if you have yours, I'll invite you now to, uh, to open the top. 
if I can open the top. And the top part has the wafer. And receive the wafer, the body of Christ given for you. And after the wafer, we open the rest of the cup. And here, too, we drink of the new covenant poured out for us. These, indeed, are the gifts of God for the people of God. May we experience the blessing and the power of the Holy Spirit in this moment as our choirs sing for us.
Baptist Church Chapel Choir. And please come over to the gym and get some lunch. You can sit out in the courtyard. You can sit out in our green space in the back. There's plenty of room to spread out. But come and enjoy some time of fellowship together. Go now knowing that the Holy Spirit resides within you. Know that the Spirit empowers you to love one another. And know always that the Spirit gives us grace. Go now in peace to love and serve the Lord. Amen. Show. 